Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning, AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Thank you for tuning in to our terrestrial signal. For those of you that prefer the stream, and I have a feeling that a good number of you from the Unifor are tuning in this morning, real simple wgncradio.com wgncradio.com is how you can find us and speaking of the uniform let's go ahead and see if we can pull up line five where we've got the general manager of the hickory crawdads douglas lacasio on douglas welcome to the rush hour morning show absolutely thanks for having me this morning well it's 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 a privilege to have you on i'm going to I'm going to start light. We'll get into some of the heavy lifting here in just a little bit. But yesterday, as I recall, you had another education day at the ballpark. Last Thursday, you had one that I was a part of. How have the education day games gone for you? Have they been well received by the players? And how have the fans responded this year? I mean, twofold. So we'll start with the players first. And I think it just goes hand in hand. But the the players absolutely love them, uh, you know. Yet, yes, it's a little bit of an early morning, but uh, just talking with our, our manager and the players, and it just breaks up the monotony of, oh, every day seven o'clock. All right, all right, we got to be here at one o'clock. We got to go through this routine. It breaks it up, and it gives the guys an evening where they can actually go out and do something. So the players themselves, I think, actually do uh, thoroughly enjoy it. Um, it. It entertains them as the second part of your question, the kids. You know, schools have absolutely been thrilled to have these back. Uh, obviously, you approach it at the end of the school year, so a lot of these teachers are like, all right, what do we do? Some of these are testing rewards. So if kids did well on their EOGs, uh, then they get to come to this game. So, so it's a reward base for some schools. It's educational for, for the majority of them. Some have to do homework to get to it, whether that be baseball statistics or this or that. Um, so kids absolutely love it. Teachers love it because it's a day that they don't have to plan. Uh, so it, it breaks it up. And then the players love it because the kids get so into it. It could be a pop-up to the shortstop. And the kids think it's going out, and they get so loud and crazy. Uh, there could only be about half full, but it feels like it's a packed house here. So uh, it's definitely one that we're glad to bring back, and and we're we're definitely setting uh, attendance records with it, like pre-COVID numbers, and far exceeding what those were. Well, it it is really interesting. The the pop up to the shortstop is the highest pop up they've ever seen in their lives. <laughs> 
the routine fly ball to center field is the longest routine fly ball to center field they've ever seen with their lives. The guy that's pitching the ninth inning is the hardest throwing ninth inning reliever they've ever seen in their lives. The, the, the hyperbole in all of it is really what's neat about games of this nature. These, they're seeing guys conceivably for the first time play at a level that they've never imagined in their lives. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, you know, without a doubt, you know, especially because you go from some of these that play rec ball or, li- you know, little league and stuff like that. And it goes, uh, you know, far, far exceeds any size field. And they, they just think this place is huge. Douglas Lacasio here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, Douglas, I, I, I want to talk about one of, well, what, what was going to be one of the main, one of the main players, one of the main features of the organization, and that was Kumar Rocker. Kumar Rocker was one of the most highly touted players coming out of Vanderbilt, going into professional baseball, and of course, you know, he and Jack Leiter, you know, at Vanderbilt, really highly touted players, ended up in the same organization with the Texas Rangers. Kumar Rocker was with the Crawdads organization until he had an arm issue. Uh, can you give us an update at all on Kumar Rocker and where he stands right now as it relates to the Texas Rangers organization? From, from my knowledge, um, you know, uh, obviously it was announced, I think, last Tuesday, I want to say. Yeah, so it, it got uh, last Monday or Tuesday, last Tuesday it was announced. Uh, Chris Young, the general manager of the Texas Rangers, uh, did a media announcement and it was announced that Kumar had um was going in for Tommy John surgery so elbow surgery reconstruction and that um I think it was slated for last week but do not uh, I cannot guarantee that that officially did happen um so I do know he was he was supposed to be getting it I don't know for sure if he did and stuff of that nature I know it's on the horizon so he'll definitely be done this year and definitely a part of next year uh, from some of that aspect, um, you know, as he rehabs, as it's generally a 12 to 16 month rehab from my understanding. Well, that's correct. And that's, that's every bit of information that I have as it relates for Kumar Rocker. Now, again, that's a setback for the organization, but there's plenty of talent in the cupboard for the Hickory Crawdads. This is a club that's on a bit of a winning streak right now. Give us an idea, Douglas, of some of the most compelling reasons to come out and watch a Hickory Crawdads game, even coming from as far as the likes of Lincolnton, Gastonia, Shelby, and the surrounding area. You know, the biggest thing, obviously, the talent on the field is, you know, it's always it's an exciting talent. You, you can see future major leaguers of uh, tomorrow um, playing today. Um, so, you know, the Crawdads are, ourselves and our – 30 this is our 31st season so really in the 30 years of a team we've had 212 guys make it to the major league um so you know someone on this team will definitely make i'd say will definitely someone on this team should make it to the big league at one point or another so you're seeing the stars of tomorrow for the texas rangers or just major league in general but the best thing about minor league baseball is you could be a baseball enthusiast like like you, Brian, or you could just despite, have no preference of the game or have no clue about the game, but still come out and have a good time. So we consider this a nine-inning vacation. Come on out. 
to the ballpark, there's something for everyone, whether that be a kid's first game, uh, a kid's thousandth game, or an adult's thousandth game. Whatever it is, you're going to have a good time, and you're going to be entertained. Because that's where we consider ourselves, you know, we're going to give you the best customer service possible, and we're going to entertain you from first pitch to last out. Douglas Lacasio here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, now Douglas, when, when I was there last Thursday, here's the one takeaway that I had had. Um, you know, you hear about the new speed-up rules. You hear about the new changes that are happening in both Major League and Minor League Baseball. And this was the first minor league game that I had been to in affiliated ball since the changes had been made. I was blown away at the warp speed that the game is played in. I mean, if you're really not paying attention, you can miss entire at-bats, quite honestly. I mean, with nobody on base, there was literally seven to eight seconds between pitches. If you thought baseball was boring – You've got to come back and watch baseball because it was the opposite of that last Thursday. That game was completed in two hours and 20 minutes. I would imagine that everybody within the organization related to the Hickory Crawdads all the way down to the developmental staff for the Texas Rangers feel good about the changes that have been made as far as the timing of baseball nowadays. Absolutely. I mean, from a staff standpoint and things like that, we love it. Uh, you know, uh, enables us to get out a little extra early and things of that nature. But not only that, um, you know, to the average person, they don't even realize that the game's going fast. You know, <laughs> there's some nights I wish it wouldn't go as fast because uh, whether we got long concession lines or whatever, and it's like, wait, we're already in the eighth inning? Uh, like, where did the time go? So it goes a little too quick sometimes. But, you know, it it was a much-needed thing. It, it definitely sped up the game, and it, and it hasn't changed the game at all because that's a lot of what you hear is people are like, oh, this is going to change the game. No, it really hasn't. What it's done is it's cut, cut down on a lot of unnecessary dead time. And so it's just caused people to, hey, we got to go. we got to play faster. And you're seeing it even at the major league level. Well, and there's no question. And, I mean, again – I think Thursday was a bit of an anomaly. Probably the games are going to be running at about a 235 to 240 clip. But even so, that's a solid half hour less than what you were seeing games played previously. And I think it is, especially in the minor leagues, I think it's an especially welcome thing as it relates to fan bases and players. Just, you know, not you're not just going through the motions. This is substance. This is games that matter. But at the same time, you're taking some of the dross, some of the fluff that involves in a baseball game, and you're just getting rid of it, and you're getting more meat and potatoes, if you will. I, th- I think it's a great move, particularly for minor league baseball. Absolutely. And a lot of those have been just experimental changes. That's where we've been so unique to be as being part of the major league umbrella and things of that nature. You know, we're able to try some of those experimental things. Some have worked, others haven't, uh, but, you know, they're trying them. And ones that have, they're instituting at the major league level. Which is, which is awesome for them, and, uh, you know, it's good to see. Okay. So before I start to get into some, some of the heavier things that we're going to talk about in this time that we have with Douglas Lacasio, Douglas, I want to give you an opportunity to share with our listeners some of the upcoming promotions that you may have coming up, a reason, giving some of the reasons why 
coming out to a Hickory Crawdads game is first a lot of fun, very affordable, and something that can be done this weekend instead of going off on vacation. You can have yourself a nine-inning vacation at LP Fran Stadium. Absolutely. So we're, we're, I mean, we start right at uh, looking at tomorrow. You know, obviously this is our back-to-back weeks. We were home last week. We're home this week. Um, and today is a rivalry, revelry day. So we're playing the Asheville Taurus, um, which is our I-40 rival. Um, so we're celebrating that with just uh, a tribute to national rivalries, whether it be uh, you know, I'm I'm a fighting camel camel alum. Yes, so you are. So there's a big baseball game. There's a baseball game later today. Uh, first round matchup against the Gardner Webb's running Bulldogs, and so that I, I'd say that's a rivalry. Oh yes, uh, it is. Collegially, I, I was a collegiate wrestler, and so a growing rivalry now is Campbell versus App State. So we're just giving a tribute. I'm just using Campbell because I, I I love my Camel, and uh, but so that's tonight. Uh, it's Thirsty Thursday as well at the ballpark. Uh, roll to tomorrow. We got Firework Friday, and also uh, it's Wake Forest night. So Hickory is Deep Town night. Uh, first 500 fans get a, a Hickory is Deep Town Wake Forest co-branded T-shirt. Um, compliments the Wake Forest athletic department. Then we roll to Saturday, and if you're a wrestling enthusiast of the uh, not. Uh, competitive, but you know, the entertainment side. Hacksaw Jim Duggan's coming here for a meet and greet, and we're also having a, a thousand t shirts giveaway to the first thousand fans. And so that's a jam packed Saturday. And then Sunday is a special Memorial Day uh, night game. Our usual Sunday games are two o'clock. This Sunday we play at 6 30 and fireworks after the game uh, for Memorial Day. So that's kind of this homestand. And then you know, we've got a few big things down the horizon. Um, obviously, July 2nd, uh, that's our big Independence Day celebration. We're not home the 4th this year, but we do a huge fireworks show on the 2nd. That game's at 6.30 as well. Uh, we got another Christian concert later in July uh, where New Song will come and perform post-game. And then in August, you know, we take the field as the Hickory Dickory Docks. And so we're rebranding as the classic nursery rhyme. Uh, and uh, it's an awesome logo. It's a mouse running up a clock, and if you look at the clock close enough, it's actually on eight eight twenty eight uh, in honor of our area code eight two eight. Very well done. Now, now, Douglas, I've got I've got to ask you: um, Do you have any of the replica jerseys from the last week's homestand left? Because you guys did a major giveaway. They were phenomenal looking. I'd really like to get my hands on one. If you've got any left. Uh, you know, those all gone. You know, they were gone within ten minutes, Brian. We had a line from our front gate up to our upper parking lot, and they were gone within ten minutes. Uh, that was one of the fastest jerseys I've ever seen gone. Uh, but we do have two more replica jerseys coming up this year. Uh, one's a Hawaiian shirt, uh, so we're giving away a uh, you know a beach themed T-shirt, uh, you know, button-up shirt. So it, it's very nice. We're giving that away on July first. And then we also have um, on the um, – we got a bobblehead July 15th and then one more jersey where it's our uh, cancer awareness night, and that is September 9th. And we're giving away uh, – first thousand fans get a cancer awareness jersey as well. Okay. Well, I may have to go on the Facebook Marketplace and see if I can wrestle 
one of those Rangers jerseys <laughs> away from some fan that was at the game last week. And certainly, as it relates to the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, I'm probably going to need to try to see if I can get my hands on one of those T-shirts that you're going to be giving out tomorrow night. But let's go ahead and dive into some of the the heavier things as it relates to the organization. And this is actually a heavy thing that's a good thing as the organization, the, the Hickory Crawdads, were recently bought by the Diamond Baseball Holdings Group. Kind of explain what that means for baseball fans in Hickory, what it means for your organization in particular, and what could be happening in the future related to the Hickory Crawdads. Yeah, so what that means, um, you know, the the short version in essence, what that means is, so uh, back, so cars we've been here for 31 years. First 25 years, uh, we were owned and operated by a local ownership group, Beaver Sports. Um, in 2017, Beaver Sports sold us to the Texas Rangers. Previously, we were uh, we've all we've been affiliated with the Texas Rangers. This is our 15th anniversary of being an affiliate of them um so fast forward to this year and uh, the texas rangers were approached uh by diamond baseball holding group about the possibility of um acquiring the crawdads uh from an ownership standpoint and so what diamond baseball holding group is is it they are um an a group that is strictly focused on minor league baseball um they after us and down east, uh, the Kinston team, they'll have, uh, we're the t 19th and 20th team that they purchased. Um, they started purchasing teams last year. So they know, and minor league baseball is their bread and butter, where obviously you hear Rangers, major league baseball is their bread and butter. You know, development, entertainment, things of that nature is growing for them, but not their, their top priority. Um, and so th they got approached by Diamond Baseball Holding Group, and Diamond Baseball Holding Group and the Rangers came to an agreement. And uh, so we were purchased as of um, Monday um, from them. And so what that just means, the players on the field, our affiliation, that doesn't change. Uh, we're still Texas Ranger players and affiliated with them. The only thing that changes is who's running our front office. And so now we will be uh, ran and operated by Diamond Baseball Holding Group, from that, um, you know, front office doesn't change. I'm still um, here day to day, you, you know, running the operations day to day with myself and our team here. Um, the good thing, Diamond Baseball Holding Group, they've got 20 other teams, 19 other teams besides us. And before us, you know, they've never come in and made an ounce of change. So um, we're excited um, about the future. Uh, we're very appreciative of ray ray davis neil liebman and the texas rangers for all they've done uh, they definitely took us from one level back uh from local ownership to a new level and we look forward to just raising that standard even higher and of course with this acquisition of both the down east wood ducks and the hickory crawdads there is some movement related to the Kinston franchise going to Spartanburg, or at least that's what we're hearing. However, I, I, I definitely wanted to bring you on to clarify, there is no movement in the plans for the Hickory Crawdads. That is, that is correct. And so, um, yeah, you know, our, the, the announcement was made on Monday, or I guess all of my days are blurring together right now. <laughs> you know, announcement was made Tuesday of the sale and everything of that nature. Uh, but yes, 
um, Diamond Baseball Holding are, are very committed to the Hickory area, the Hickory market. Uh, they they look forward to being here and being a part of the community. Um, we look forward to a longstanding partnership. You know, our lease here in in, in Hickory goes through uh, 2032. Um, you know, and so that that's just the current lease. Um, so they look forward to getting here on the ground, uh, meeting with our city folks, and just continuing to strengthen and build on that relationship that we have. But uh, Hickory is going to be a great area, uh, and it's a growing area, and one that uh, DBH is very excited to be a part of. Well, it certainly is a growing area, and it's an area that I am happy to be a part of in some small way. And, and so, Douglas, I definitely wanted to thank you on air for allowing me to come up that day and be a part of your organization for the day and kind of helping out. And by all means, if you have another situation like that, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to spend some time with your folks up in Hickory. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming. And uh, I think our guys had a great time and uh, definitely we'll keep you in our back pocket for, uh, for, for those case scenarios when we need it. All right. Douglas, thank you for joining us this morning here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll definitely be calling back on to have you discuss things now with Diamond Baseball Holdings as the ownership group. We'll talk about the Hickory Crawdads and how they're progressing this year. And if the playoffs are possibly in the offing for this club in the future this season. So, Douglas, thank you so much for joining us this morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Absolutely, Brian. Thanks for having us. Everyone have a great morning, and uh, hopefully see you here at the ballpark this weekend. Indeed, indeed. Thank you, Douglas. That was Douglas Lacasio of the Hickory Crawdads, the GM for the Hickory Crawdads. We come back on the other side of the timeout. We put a bow on this Thursday morning here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back in just a bit. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.